You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. It's good to see you and it's good to finish the year in God's presence. You know, some other people are somewhere else, probably in a state of stupor. <laughs> and, uh, but we, we want to be in God's presence. Yes, the psalmist say, I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And sometimes it sounds like a cliche when we say things like that. But I'm telling you, the way you end matters very much. Okay? The way, the way you end a thing and the way you begin matters very much. So I want to end it right. It might have started wrong for some people, but it can end right. The Bible says better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Is that not so? So you can wrap it up nicely in God's presence. Wrap it up nicely in the glory of God. Hallelujah. Yes, because He is Alpha and Omega. The omega manifestation of God is powerful because the omega manifestation of God wraps things up. It wraps things up according to his design. No matter what has happened in between. So when he manifests that way, and usually he does that towards the end. So that's what makes the end better. Glory to God. And so it's always good to end the year in God's presence. Because he's the one that makes all things beautiful. You get my point. He makes them beautiful in his time. He's the one that makes them beautiful. So you are, turn to someone and say you are in the right place at the right time. Are you afraid of them? Come on, say it with conviction. <laughs> they might be looking too tense. Maybe there's too much anointing on them. But just tell them you are in the right place at the right time. Yeah. So wise people know how to make wise decisions. And the, the wisest thing you can do is to be at the right place at the right time. Do you get my point? Yeah. And uh, so we salute you for that. Appreciate the Lord for all that he has done in the course of this year. For all that he has done, we give him praise. But I am excited about the coming year. Oh, my goodness. Amen. I am super excited 
Why? Because of the glimpses. Okay? Because of the glimpses. Because of some of the things that have been shown a little here and there. And some of the things we perceive. You know, a spiritual man is able to pick signals. Do you understand? When you walk with the Spirit, in the realm of the Spirit, communication is multidimensional. Okay? So God can speak to you without opening His mouth, for instance. Okay? So... If Jesus walks and stands in front of you, he doesn't have to open his mouth to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. I remember my late mom, before she went to be with the Lord, one of the things she narrated was when Jesus came to her before rounding up her life and stood by the door. She said he looked at her and he, he was commending her. He was talking to her. But, you know, what she said is he was talking, but he was not opening his mouth. Hallelujah. So there's a place like that. Communication in the spirit is, is multifaceted. It's multidimensional. Okay? So God can show you things without showing you. <laughs> he can say things without opening his mouth, and yet you will get it. Why? He can connect you to your, your spiritual ears to his thoughts. Hallelujah. He can connect your spiritual ears to his thoughts. So he doesn't need to open his mouth. As a matter of fact, opening of mouth is even slow. It's slow. So when the spirit of revelation is working, it doesn't need to operate like the natural. That's why you can, you, can, you can hear volumes in a split second. That's how spiritual communication is. So you can pick signals. And that's why you need to learn to walk in the Spirit. Learn to feed your spirit. Learn to develop your spirit so that you can pick things. You can just know without knowing how you knew. But what you know is real and it will happen. Hallelujah. That's the beauty of walking with God. It's the beauty of walking with God. So, when you look into the Spirit, when you, when you, when you look into and you tune into the Spirit, you see glimpses of certain things that are on the horizon. And that's worth being excited about. This is one of the things, one of the qualities that the, 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 the uh, fathers in the faith, they had that ability. They were able to see the promises of God afar off. They were able to see them. And they, they, they operated, they adjusted their lives according to what they were seeing. Do you get my point? The, the problem with Christians today is that they don't see nothing. So they live according to just what their whimsies and opinions of people. The wind blows this way they go. It blows this way they go. And it jumps this way they jump. And they are not seeing anything. 
It's animals that live like that. God's people should not live like that. Why? Because you are made in His image after His likeness. God doesn't live like that, so you shouldn't live like that. Hallelujah. So you look, peep into the Spirit. What can you see? What can you see? And I'm not talking about just imagination. No. I'm talking about indications of the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit can give you a glimpse of tomorrow. We saw it in the morning. Amen? That's one of the things He does. So that's why we get excited when there's nothing that appears to be exciting. That's why Abraham rejoiced when he saw the day of the Lord, even though he didn't get to meet the Lord. (laughs) You see? Yeah. He rejoiced when he saw the day the Lamb of God would be slain, but he didn't get to meet the Lamb of God until (laughs) that day when he came. He came down. Into the bosom of Abraham and release them all. Amen. Hallelujah. So when Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced when he saw my day, those guys didn't even understand what he was saying. But Abraham, as a spiritual man, was able to see things that are not yet apparent. So that's how we are supposed to live. The reason why you look and you get depressed and you get discouraged and you give up is because you are not seeing beyond your circumstance. It's because you are not seeing beyond your immediate situation. Yeah. You are living circumstantially. Meanwhile, you should walk by faith and not by sight. So that's where we miss it. And so many of us need to get back to the place where we are being trained again, even in the elementary things of the Spirit, so that we can gain skill and mastery. Hallelujah. And so when everything is going against you, you look and say, Ha, 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 I see greater is He. Hallelujah. Those that are with us are more. The one that is coming. Hallelujah. I see this coming. I see this happening. So we begin to see. We begin to see what nobody can see. And we begin to make decisions based on what we are seeing that no one can see. And sometimes they think we are out of our minds. And it's okay for them to think like that because they are living in a different world. Hallelujah. So, we are living in interesting times. Doesn't matter how it is politically. Do you understand? The political climate, the economic climate, (laughs) has nothing to do with what God is showing. Because God doesn't need to consult with anyone. How many people know that God doesn't need to consult with anyone before showing you what He wants to do 
either in your life, in your family. Come on. Yeah, he doesn't need anyone's permission. He doesn't, God doesn't need to look at, study what the indicators are saying. <laughs> what are the markets saying? What are the features saying? God doesn't operate like that. He, he's Alpha and Omega. Hallelujah. So he, he begins what he wants to do. And by the time he begins it, he has finished it. This, love, this God is too much. Turn to someone and say, this God is too much. He is just too much. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So as we pray, as we pray, and as we enter into the new year, I want you to discard the limitations of this year. Do you understand? Lay them aside. Don't, don't look at your environment and the conditions in which you are and then use that to make decisions. No, don't. It will limit you. Okay? So, look at what God is showing and then use that to now dictate to what your immediate environment is supposed to be. Can you do that? <laughs> you have the capacity to do that. Amen. So, I don't know about you. I'm excited. Turn to someone say, I'm excited. Greater things are in store. Amen. Glory to God. Turn with me to the book of Psalm 65. Psalm 65. Meketos tenime nosto. Igados keneme. Yole mesikaba. Sukababa. Mmm. Menende de gede. I want to share with you a few thoughts before we cross over. Okay? And let's look at Psalm 65, and we'll read. Let's read from verse 1 of Psalm 65. It says, Praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion. And to you the vow shall be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you all flesh, will come. Hallelujah. There is one that hears prayer. Amen. He says, iniquities prevail against me as for our transgressions you will provide atonement for them. Hallelujah. Iniquities sometimes seem to prevail. You know what an iniquity is? Iniquity is not the same as sin. I know some versions put them the same, but they're different. An iniquity is transferable. Okay? Iniquity is transferable. And iniquity is that which attaches itself to your sinful nature and twists your character. Yeah. 
So if you go study the Hebrew word for iniquity, it means twisted. It's like a snake. So when God shows you someone like a snake, it's the iniquity he's revealing to you. Say, blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. Hallelujah. So even to approach God, the psalmist is telling us that there is a, is the man that is chosen to approach God is blessed. <laughs> that he may dwell in your courts. And says, we shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house. There is a goodness of his house. There is a goodness that God has allotted to this house. And you shall be satisfied with that goodness. I said you shall be satisfied with that goodness. Hallelujah. Shall be satisfied with goodness of his house. And of your holy temple. Glory to God. Verse 5. Let's look at verse 5. Whew. I love verse 5. Can you see it? 1, 2, 3. By awesome deeds in righteousness, you will answer us, O God, of our salvation. You who are the confidence of all the ends of the earth and of the far off seas. By awesome deeds in righteousness. Now, in the King James, the King James says, by terrible things. Come on. Look at that. It says, by terrible things in righteousness will thou answer us. <laughs> he will answer, say, terrible, terrible. Yes, by terrible things in righteousness. I was reading this to someone and the person was upset that why did they use the word terrible of God? I said, you don't know God yet. It's a terrible. Amen. So he will answer. In other words, there's a way he will answer you that is going to cause serious issues for some people. It will be too terrible when God answers your prayer. Hallelujah. Yeah. When he answers, when he shows up, when he decides, okay, now is the time. Boom. Terrible things. Terrible things. Hallelujah. Terrible God. He is a terrible God. <laughs> You know, your religious mind can't wrap its, itself around that. It's like, how, 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 can, how, how can God be terrible? He is terrible. He answers things. You know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Do you have the TPT translation? You don't. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me see. I think... Uh, I have it up, up, open it on my phone and read it. You will see how it puts it there. Oh my goodness. TPT. Hmm? The Passion Translation. That's, that's, that's what it is. Okay, look at, look at, look at, look at what it says. Verse, I read verse, um, verse 5. 
It says, you answer our prayers with amazing wonders. Come on, turn to someone and say, amazing wonders. Yes, he answers my prayers with amazing wonders. Yes. Yes. And he says, and with all inspiring displays of power. All inspiring. In other words, by the time God finishes what he wants, when he answers you, okay, it forces everybody to be in awe. When his power shows forth, then they are in awe. That means they are in reverence. Hallelujah. They are like, oh. Terrible God. That's right. You got it. Terrible God. Amen. Yes. It says you are the righteous God. Who helps us like a father. Everyone, everywhere looks to you. For you are the confidence of all the earth. Even the farthest islands of the sea. What jaw-dropping, outstanding power is yours? (laughs) Jaw-dropping. Have you seen God do something that causes your jaw to drop? You just, huh? That is what is before you. That is coming your way. Hallelujah. In the coming year, jaw-dropping manifestations of power. Glory to God. Even your own jaw will drop. You say, huh? Hallelujah. Then others will look, huh? Huh? Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Yes. So I'm talking to you about the revelation of the almightiness of God. So God needs to show that he is the almighty. He said, I'm the Lord, there's none besides me. Is there any God? Bring him. Let all the real God stand up. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm telling you, enough of hiding God. It's now time for him to come out of his chamber. And to begin to display his power. Begin to display his glory. Begin to display his almightiness. He will manifest his almightiness. Hallelujah. And I pray and I declare that God will manifest his almightiness in your life. In the coming year. Hallelujah. You will see his almightiness. You will experience his almightiness. All people shall see it. And their jaws will drop. In the name of Jesus. That means if jaws have not yet dropped, you have not yet seen what we are talking about. 
I know we've seen testimonies, we've seen miracles in the course of the year. We thank God for those ones. Those are kindergarten miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. Now God says, I want to come forth and now begin to show who I am to your generation. Because we are facing a generation that does not know the power of God. And we need to change that. Yeah. There is a generation of believers that have not seen the power of God. They have not experienced the power of God apart from salvation. They have not seen jaw-dropping manifestations. That's what we're going for. Hallelujah. That's what we're going for. That is what is before us. Turn to someone and say, that's what is before you. That's what is before you. Terrible things in righteousness. He will answer you by terrible things in righteousness. Hallelujah. Get ready. Yes. Because, you see, when God begins to answer some prayers, oh my goodness. Oh, my, 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 my. There was a time God's people were in Egypt. They were in the house of bondage. Pharaoh persecuted them. He tortured them and tortured them and tortured them. He killed all the male, male bones. And he continued to torture them. But the Bible says the more they afflicted them, the more they grew. The more they multiplied. And then one day, let's look at Exodus chapter 3. Oh my. I want you to see terrible... <laughs> when God starts, when God starts, oh my goodness, oh my God. <laughs> Sometimes I laugh when I see the enemy trying to flex his muscles. I feel sorry for him because God has not yet stirred himself up. You know, you know the Bible talks about there, was, there are times that God stirs himself up. In other, in other words, he motivates himself. Yeah. And he says, Almighty, yes. it's time to show yourself now. Yeah, and he's talking to himself. Yes. Hallelujah. And he says, okay, now I'm going to show myself as Almighty. Yeah. When God starts talking like that, I'm telling you, things change. Amen. Things change. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh. If you look at Exodus chapter 3, I don't want to go into too much reading because of time. But, but he, Moses is taking care of his father-in-law's sheep, the backside of the desert. All right? And he sees the bush burning. It's not being consumed. And then he turns to look at it. Yeah? Verse 3, Moses said, I will turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. He didn't even know who was talking to him. 
Then he says, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen. Come on. You see, that's the point. Sometimes it seems as if God has not seen. Have, have you felt that way? It's as if God does not see your situation. Have you, have you been in that place? Well, it's like, God, I'm, I'm, what, I'll be praying. I'll be, God, can't you see? Can't you see? <laughs> uh, now God says, I have heard the cry, their cry. Okay? He says, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. He hmm. says, so I have come down to deliver them. Hallelujah. You see, when, when the, go read your Bible. Anytime the Bible says God came down, there's always trouble. I've noticed that. Read your Bible, you see. When he said, and God came down. Hey. It's better he doesn't come down. Because when he says, I have come down, there's trouble. It's time for terrible things. When, when he's coming down, it's for terrible things. It's for terrible things. He now comes to answer by terrible things in righteousness. His terrible things are not illegal. They are righteous. Hallelujah. But they are terrible. So read your Bible anytime. You say, and God came down. Ooh, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's like in Genesis 11, when God says, Let us go down. Ah. <laughs> oh, to you. <laughs> I don't know what's how to translate that. <laughs> He's coming down. So God says, I have come down. He's not telling Moses, I'm about to. No, I have come down. Now, I'm down. It's time for terrible things. Yeah, to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and large land. To a land flowing with milk and honey. To the place of the Canaanites. And the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hevites, and the Jebusites. Hallelujah. So when God says, I'm coming down. So I want us to start expecting God to come down. And when he comes down, it's a terrible thing. He doesn't always come down. To be honest, he doesn't come down all the time. Sometimes he'll say, Michael, go sort that out. Gabriel, go do this. He will send one angel, go do this, go do that. Himself, he just remains. But the day he says, I'm going myself. Trouble. Trouble for the enemy. They don't know where to hide. Because when he comes down, even the mountains, they start skipping. Hallelujah. Yeah, the mountains skip. 
That's what happened to the Mount Sinai when he came down. When he came down, the whole place was shaking. The mountain was melting at the presence of God. So expect God to come down. Expect God to come down. It's not going to be as usual. When he comes down, you cannot even imagine what will happen. It's unimaginable when he comes down. Amen? So he told Moses, I have come down. And when he comes down, terrible things happen. Terrible things happen. Oh my goodness. Look at chapter 14. Let's go. Same Exodus. Look at, I just want to show you one or two terrible things. <laughs> Hallelujah. You want to see some terrible things. Yes. Remember as they were crossing, as they were about to cross the Red Sea. Well, they were by the Red Sea. And God made a statement. I love what God said. Look. All right. Um, God spoke to Moses in verse 17, 14, chapter 14, verse 17. He says, I, I indeed will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. In other words, they will follow the Israelites. He says, I'm going to harden their hearts, and then they will follow. <laughs> And then look at what he says. He says, I will gain honor over Pharaoh. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. When God says, I will gain honor. In other words, Pharaoh, you are going to honor me. Yeah. God, God is saying, Pharaoh is going to honor me. I will gain honor from him. And over all his army, all his army will give honor to me. By the time I'm finished, my honor will be all over. Amen. Terrible things. Hallelujah. So I'll gain honor over Pharaoh, over all his army, over his chariots and his horsemen. All of them will honor God. So it's like God saying, I'm coming down. And so when I come down, those that have been oppressing you will honor me. Ha! Huh. So it's not that they are going to do it willingly. They will be compelled to do it. Hallelujah. It's not that they will see me and then they will start worshiping. No. In their rebellion, it will be translated to honor. Terrible things. In righteousness. Amen. Amen. So, because of that, what happens? He says, the angel of the Lord went before the camp of Israel. <laughs> yeah. Before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. 
Thus it was a cloud and darkness to one, and it gave light by night to the other. So that the one did not come near the other all that night. So God <laughs> releases a special angel. All right? The angel of the Lord there is the, is the um, is a manifestation of the pre-incarnate Christ. In theology, it's called theophany. So that's Jesus before he became Jesus. That's God the Son. Hallelujah. So he comes down, he comes down in the midst of, in, 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 in the midst of this situation, right? And these guys, they are, they are, going, they're, they're going through this and they can see the enemy, the Egyptians are coming. The Egyptians are coming. They are, they are panicking. And Moses says, look, don't worry. The Egyptians you see today, you shall see no more. <laughs> Hallelujah. The troubles you saw in 2023, you shall see no more. Amen. Come on, you shall see no more. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Why? Because God is about to gain honor from them. He's about to gain honor. So 21, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by the strong east wind all that night, and made the sea into dry land, and the waters were divided, so that the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, and the waters were a wall to them on their right and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued them. Woo. They didn't know God set them up. Amen. They pursued them and went after them into the midst of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen, all of them. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked down. <laughs> what did I tell you about God coming down? Whenever you see God coming down, there's always trouble. I'm telling you, there's always trouble. All right. So the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud. And he troubled the army of the Egyptians. So I'll, let me explain this to you. Right. These guys are going. And then there's a cloud. They're following the, 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 the Israelites. And as they're following the Israelites, Pharaoh is saying, let's go, let's go. We'll get them, we'll get them. Okay, as they're going, the Bible says a cloud. Whoop. Between Pharaoh and the Egyptians. And then, ah, they can't go again. They're moving, but there's a cloud. So the Bible says that the Lord looked down upon the army of the Egyptians. So in other words, in the cloud, they saw the eye of God. Say terrible things. Terrible things. Say terrible things. Yeah, he answered by terrible things in righteousness. So as they, as they were following like that, and 
they all saw eyes. And they can see eyes. And then in the fire, they see eyes looking. And that eye is a troubling eye. Hallelujah. So he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And look, next verse. Look at the next verse. Terrible things in righteousness. And he took off their chariot wheels. How? By his eyes. Terrible things. It's a terrible God. Don't say, my God is a terrible God. He answers by terrible things in righteousness. Yeah, that's how he answers. Yes. So they drove them with difficulty. They were still trying. They were still going. So they want to get Moses. Pharaoh will be saying, look, please do me the favor. Nobody should touch Moses. I want to handle him myself. You can touch the other ones. As for Moses, I want him. So let's go for him. And they are going, going, driving hard, driving hard. And the Bible says, as God is looking, the wheels, poop. Wheels have to obey the eyes of God. Hallelujah. Difficulty. The Egyptian says, let us flee from the face. Can you see? They saw the face. They saw the face of God. So when God comes down, he shows his face. When he shows his face, he's finished. Terrible things start happening. He says, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Hallelujah. The Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. And then look at the next verse. Come on, let's finish. Let's stop there. And the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians on their chariots, and on their horsemen. Okay, let's go on. Come on. Yes. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth. While the Egyptians were fleeing into it, so the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Hallelujah. Yes, let's go on. Come on. Yes, then the waters returned, covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the army of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. By the time God is finished, there's no power of hell that can remain standing in your life. Hallelujah. Every power that has stood against you is being judged in the name of Jesus. Come on. Glory to God. Let's give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Year. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome to 2024. Welcome to 2024. What is it, Rumbi? What is it? 2024. Come on. 
Somebody say wonders beyond description. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's time for the God of wonders to begin to manifest in our midst. Hallelujah. Through our lives. The God of wonders. Wonders beyond description. Wonders can, that cannot be explained. Wonders. Mouth dropping, jaw dropping wonders. It's your time. Hallelujah. Come on. Begin to appreciate the Lord. Begin to appreciate the Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord. I will see wonders. Wonders beyond description. Wonders beyond description. That is my portion. In the name of Jesus, I will experience wonders. Jaw-dropping wonders will be my portion. In the name of Jesus, we declare that right now. Oh, kalemo sudabaha. Mekete. Mendelebe, Mendelebe, Kondele menus tekebe, Brondelebe, Kotabos teneme surabaha, Leneme kete kete. Come on, begin to declare wonders beyond description. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Wonders beyond. Description, yes, in the name of Jesus, we declare that manifestations, Lord, that you will come down, you will come down and do wonders beyond description. Yes, you will answer us by terrible things in righteousness, in the name of Jesus. Colemisto, melembre de ketos, molamanin de kete. Come on, pray, pray. Declare. Begin to speak. Speak into the year. Speak into the year. Begin to declare what you want this year to bring to you. Yes. Declare it. Hallelujah. My Lord. My Lord and my God. Mondelebisto Sukaba. Jesus, my Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Worship team, come on. Come in. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate wonders beyond description. Wonders beyond description. Yes, that's what this year is going to give birth to in your life. Wonders beyond description. Wonders jaw-dropping. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jaw-dropping power. Displays of power. My Lord and my God, we thank you. You will get honor from my life. You will get honor. You will get honor. You will get honor. Just like you got honor from Pharaoh. You will get honor no matter what the enemy tries to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord and my God. We thank you, Lord. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.